Hi friends, I am Erin from Erin Whalen Online, and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey. From an urban farm in Washington State to 120 acres in Tennessee, this is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we're building our homestead from the ground up. Thanks for being here. Well, hello friends. It is Tuesday evening. I was planning on recording this earlier today, but I'm just telling you, I've been fighting a bad mood all day long and not so much like just sad. This, um, I've cried today. I've done all the emotions. I felt normal. Like it's just, it's such a trip to be so far away from your family. And it's, um, there's definitely good days and bad days. Sundays always seem to be very hard for me. Um, we used to go to church. I'm going to start crying, <laughs> but I didn't want, I was going to not film today because I was like, I'm just not in the right headspace. I'm just not in the right mind space. But then, but then I was thinking like, not that it would be dishonest, but, but to show you that like there is huge emotions, <laughs> like huge emotions involved in, um, in a move in going across the country. It's not all rainbows and glitter and unicorn farts and, <laughs> and everything else. There is, I mean, it's like whiplash because there's days where it's amazing and there's days where you just feel how Anne Shirley puts it in the depths of despair. <laughs> That's kind of how it is. Um, and today is just one of those days where everything feels like it's not happening fast enough and I just... Uh, I just feel behind and anxious and I, I want things to be happening at a faster pace than they are happening. And I was telling Travis, it's just so hard in my kitchen because <laughs> I love to cook and I love to be, and our, our kitchen has so much potential and I can see it. And maybe that's one of the reasons it's so hard for me, but I mean, my kitchen just feels dirty. <laughs> just no matter how much I clean it, no matter how nice it is. I mean, it's not, it's not nice, <laughs> but no matter how much I try, it just feels dirty. And then there's literally the sinkhole in front of the sink where the, we had the, we had another guy, <laughs> another guy. Oh my gosh, you guys. Another person to check, uh, to give us a quote for our foundation to be fixed. He was supposed to get it today, but everyone here usually runs a day or two behind. So I'll message him tomorrow. I really liked him, but he did say, he said, all of the joists in our kitchen are solid. They're good, which he's like literally, I don't know, the seventh person not to tell me that because we've had some so many people out here. Um, it's just the subfloor in front of the kitchen sink that needs redone. But again, it's not something that we are supposed to do until the foundation is fixed. And the foundation guy told me that they're about four to six months out. So I think that was kind of a blow this week because <laughs> I'm realizing now that I literally have to live with my kitchen Ugh, the way it is. I, I would say a certain hole that starts with an S right now, an S hole, but I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to cuss on this. <laughs> podcast but um my kitchen is a hole <laughs> and I and I stand in a hole every day to do my dishes and and to just know that it's going to be like that until December sucks it just like it just sucks it sucks to know that I'm going to be canning and doing all my and all my preserving and everything and the and I know it's worth it and I'm not trying to complain I'm not coming on here for sympathy that is not what I'm doing I'm just simply sharing that there is tons of emotions involved in a move and just daily with especially an older house and um and just everything that we're going through right now with trying to find help so it has been yeah it's been a tough day for me and 
I'll swing back and it'll be fine. Sundays are always tough because uh, we went to church with our family. We would go to Costco afterwards and we would always have like Costco pizza and mocha freezes. And it was, we went with my parents, my sister, my brother, and then my other sister and her family and the cousins. And so it was like a whole thing that we did. And, and I really miss it. We're about, I guess, almost, not quite three months off from doing that. And we miss it. The kids miss it. So, and like, it's hard when you miss things, but then when your kids miss things, it just sucks. <laughs> but anyhow, sorry. Sorry if I'm making you uncomfortable with my cry. Like, I'm trying not to. I'm I'm coming out of it. I'm okay. Um, But I, I just didn't have the mental capacity today to do the, like, travel across the country series. So we're just going to do a quick question and answer series because I reached out on Instagram this morning. It just asked a few of you guys, like, do you have questions about the move and what's, you know, anything you want me to answer on the podcast? And I got a few responses. And so I just kind of wanted to cover those um, and just keep this easy and light because I just, I can't dig deep today. I don't, I do not have it in me. <laughs> so um, the first one I'm going to answer is one that says, curious about the garden. So do you have to water lots or does it rain enough? Well, I was actually just talking because we were at my neighbor's garden last night, um, a Mr. Kevin, and um, he, hold on, I have to like blow my nose. Oh, sorry about that. Um, so they, he was talking, I was talking to him and um, another one of our neighbors who we just met and he does cattle. He's actually part of the Tennessee Beef Association, which was so cool to meet someone um, with, with that and just kind of hear, just hear things like hear how that works here and stuff. But um, they were saying that this June has definitely been a drier June than most. Um, that the heat is pretty typical, but it's a little bit drier than normal. Um, the last time it rained here was on last Sunday, and we had like a storm for three hours, and it rained probably like three to five inches because that's how it does. It rains hard when it rains. Um, so I would say I water about the same as I did at our other house. Actually, maybe a little bit less because I know it's not the same in all of Spokane, but where we lived in Mead, it was very sandy. And so the soil did not retain much water. It it went through it very, very quickly. And so I would water um, if it was really hot, like multiple times a day. And so here I definitely don't have to do that. If you do one heavy water, um, your garden's typically fine. My neighbor actually doesn't even, he waters his garden at the beginning and then he doesn't water it at all. And when it dies off, it's just done. Um, they live on one side of the road and their garden's on the other side. And again, they water like the starts to get them established and they just let it go. Uh, and so he was lamenting that we didn't, ha- that he didn't have tomatoes yet. And he was like frustrated with that. And it's June 20th. And I'm just like, wow, to have tomatoes in June from <laughs> from the Pacific Northwest, that's just you, that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, so I feel like I water maybe a little bit less um, once a day. I do have a sprinkler though because my gardens here are a lot larger and I have two of them. So I have my herb slash um, flower garden, like my picked flower garden. And then I have my traditional garden that has my tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers. Um, I have pumpkins planted, watermelons, onions, asparagus. I know I'm missing something. Uh, okra. I put an okra this year. I try to get garlic and potatoes from Gurney's, and um, I ordered them, and I paid for them, and then they sent me cancellation notices and refunded me and said that they didn't have them. So uh, I have a few of my beds that are empty, but I do have a ton of seeds that I'm going to be um, placing in the empty beds shortly. It's kind of hot, so I don't know that they're going to work, but I'm going to just heavy water and hope that they pop up. <laughs> 
Okay, another question I got was, um, where do you purchase your vegetable seeds from? So I've purchased, I mean, I go to anywhere from Tractor Supply and grab seeds to I used to purchase seeds at Fred Meyer all the time. Uh, and then I've also purchased seeds from Gurney's. Um, most recently, I've also done Botanical Interests, American Meadows, and even Amazon. There are some organic and some brands that have amazing seeds and they sell them on Amazon. So those are all areas that I love to get. Erin um, from with Florette, the Florette flowers, I get my cut flower stuff from them. Um, a bunch of basil and stuff from them too. Uh, and then Mountain Rose Herbs also sells some seeds and I get a lot of my um, herbs for my cooking from them. I love Mountain Rose. If I can't grow it, I get it from Mountain Rose. Once you've got, once you've purchased their herbs, like their basil, oh, their pepper, and then I have a, um, oh, what's that called? Where you, uh, the, the mortar and pestle and I'll grind it myself myself and it is just next level um, and so those are probably probably like the the core places Gurney's American Meadows um, Florette Botanical Interest and Amazon and then again tractor supply that I get most of mine at uh, another one was let me see what sites did you use to find your house or did a realtor find it for you? So I, def I definitely covered this in a past episode, so you can refer back to that. Um, we found it on Zillow, and when the price dropped, our realtor re-brought it to our attention. So it was Zillow that I originally found that on. Um, and then the best part of the change, and then things I miss most about Washington. <laughs> so I would say that 100% what I miss most is obviously family and friends. There's some days where we're so busy that it, it, we don't, like it's, you're just so busy and tired that it's hard to miss anything because you are exhausted from just going and they just, not even, I mean, physically, yes, but also just the emotional exertion of calling people and people not showing up and people quoting things and then people, uh, we had an issue with our well last week and someone who um, was not a good person ended up canceling the check and he overcharged me. And uh, it was just a whole thing. You, have to, you just have to be so careful. Because I lack an accent, everyone wants to know where I'm from. And this gentleman, when I told him where I was from, kept saying, oh, you're rich because you're from out of state. You're from Washington. You're rich. You're rich. Which should have been a sign. I should have been like, Pat, normally I get an estimate before I let people work on my stuff. But we had a well issue and we needed it fixed. And he came recommended. And yeah, it was a whole thing. But we ended up canceling our check. And he did not do a good job. Um... Wow, where was I even going with that? I'm so sorry. This is my brain today. It's just, it is scattered. So what I miss most, family and friends, and then the water. Like, I'm not going to lie. I knew that the waters were more, were muddy over here. But, like, I just, I miss summertime and going to Loon Lake. And the rivers were so clear. And you could see the bottom and the pebbles. And it was just fresh and cold and crisp. And we have a lake here. It's a man-made lake, and it's in the it's one in one of state parks close to us. Um, and there are some other lakes and rivers which everyone swears by, and they say they're amazing. But I always say, yeah, that's because you don't know the lakes and rivers that I know, which are true, <laughs> which are truly amazing. So, like, I just we I stood at the edge of the lake, and the kids were so excited to swim. You know, kids they don't care; they'll jump in anything. But I couldn't see the bottom, and I was just like. I, it's going to be a pass for me. I'm not going to swim in this in this water. It was at Chickasaw State Park was the one, this one. Um, there's also a Pickwick Lake that someone told us was close. Then we looked it up, and it's two hours away. We're So we're very close to Mississippi. If you kept going, I think it's south, 
but don't quote me on this, about 30 to 40 minutes, you'd be in Mississippi. Um, and so Pickwick Lake is about two hours south of us in Mississippi. And everyone says that lake is amazing. And it does look beautiful from the photos. So we definitely need to attempt to check that out in some of the rivers. Um, someone also sent Travis something about Tennessee wine on the river. And it's like a Nashville thing where you go and there's like a, there's like 200 different kinds of wine. And it's a ticket thing. And you go, there's a lot of cool things on the river in Nashville. I definitely want to go check that out when my parents are close and can babysit the kids. But water is what I miss along with family and friends. And um, the best part of the change, um, the best part is also the most, most frustrating, I think, which is like all the possibilities. There's just, I mean, it's 120 acres. It's endless. Like what I, we don't even understand yet how big 120 acres is. Like we have gone about halfway. We walked halfway back on our property on a trail that bordered the side of our property. And that's the extent of where we've walked because in the summer, it fills out so quick here in spring and early summer and there's just so much brush. And because no one's really been back there the last few years and kept things under control, uh, there's just, it's hard, especially with ticks right now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the ticks love me. I hate, I, I hate them. They love me. I swear. I like, they just, I'll look down. There's just one crawling on my hand or the other day there's one on my neck, which I cannot wait for these guineas to get up and get big and get out there. I've never found a tick on the kids. They avoid the kids like the plague. Thank goodness. I have not found, I mean, knock on wood. Now I'll find one because I said that on here. Um, Travis has found one on himself. And you guys, he has been out in the forest cutting trees. He mows the lawn. He is all over the place. And he has only found one. Bruno, the dog, I pay the kids. <laughs> this might be so gross, you guys. I pay the kids a buck for each tick they find on him because he gets them on his legs. I have them on the um the tick medicine I have him on the heartworm medicine I have one of the flea collars on him he's just big and hairy poor guy and so he usually gets them on his legs and so the kids will just sit there and they'll be like it's like little monkeys and they'll just be like filling up his legs and Evelyn will be like I have a, I found a bump I found a bump and so I'll grab my little tweezers I'm an expert tick picker offer because when I had horses in Washington we always had ticks and they get like under the jawline and stuff and so you just grab on to the ticks body and just pull a little bit and you just hold tension um this is how I do it anyhow and eventually they let go and then you pop them and you move on with your life and so the kids get paid a dollar a piece for the ticks they get off Bruno Evelyn's getting rich because she's she's the one who finds most of them <laughs> oh it's so gross and I literally so I walk around the yard I'm hardly I mean I'm in the garden and I'm in the yard a lot but I'm not out in the forest but we do our yard walks every night where we go around the yard we grab like a drink or something and we just do a pass around the yard it's something we do every night every morning if Travis is home with our coffees it's we do our yard walk and I we do we did the yard walk I look down there's just a tick on my hand I was in the yard. It was just the, and I've done twice now. Just look down. There's just a tick in my hand. The other day, there's one crawling on my neck while we were working in the chicken coop. Meanwhile, Travis was working on the chicken coop for days and days, never a tick on him. The weirdest thing. Um, so, but the, again, off course, the biggest thing that, um, the best part of it, the change is the potential for everything and for being able to access all of our property. So once I'm really excited for fall, because once all the leaves fall and all the little lovely bugs go into hibernation, we can get out there and like walk our property and see what we have and start making paths and making trails and cutting down trees and seeing what's out there and hopefully putting up some fences and stuff for the animals that we really want to bring on here. I really... 
<laughs> I wanted a lot more animals this fall, but just with how much things are slow, slower progressing than I initially thought, um, most of the things are going to be about a next year project for the animals. We're going to try to bring in some goats here pretty soon. We've got the chickens, we've got the guineas, and we're just going to have to be happy with that for right now and um, really secure our property and make decent fencing before we bring on a lot of other animals. So um, that's the best part, how big our property is, how much how many options there are to do it and the house as much as the house frustrates me and I feel like my kitchen's dirty I know that that it's there and it's going to be amazing I can see in my head which I think is the frustration that I'm experiencing right now is I know it's there I just need someone to fix the things that me and Travis cannot fix so we can do the things that we really want to do so uh it's a frustration and a blessing all in one and that's that's how, that's just how it is here right now. Um, and then let me see. Another question was, how have you coped with second guessing, doubts, and homesickness? Um, <laughs> you just have to experience it. If you are going to do this and you've decided that you need to move, then you need to move because you'll never be able to live with yourself if you've decided this is, if you know this is what you're supposed to do. Like God has placed it on your heart, you need to move then you just have to know that you're going to experience these feelings and these emotions and it's okay and you have to go through the grieving process. You have to go through um, the homesickness. You have to cry through it. You have to call your friends and say you miss them. You have to send out texts. Um, I've been really bad about this because there's a few core friends that, that I've called and I've texted but most of the time like I don't want to cry or I don't want to feel sad and so I kind of put it off which is a really bad approach I need to be more proactive with reaching out to my friends and checking on them I don't want them to think I forgot them but I feel more homesick when I talk to them <laughs> so it's like this catch-22 of I want to hear and talk to them and also like it's just gonna make me miss them more and so the avoidance um part of me is like let's just not do that let's save that for later um and second guessing, we had two years to think about this and two years of of putting like the pros and cons together and praying on it. And at the end, there was a point where we reached and we just knew there was no more second guessing. Like we knew that it was Tennessee or bust, you know, um, and then the doubts are going to come. But once you know and you're secure in what you know that you're supposed to do, you do it through the doubts. You do it through the homesickness. You do it through the second guessing. You do it through the fear. You just do it. And everything will work itself out. And if it's truly something that God has told you to do, um, it'll be okay. It, will it be hard? Yeah. Are you going to be sad? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you do it anyhow. And you just trust the process and know that the end is going to be beautiful. I cry and I miss my friends and I feel like my kitchen's dirty, but I know at the end it's going to be amazing. But gosh, like being in the very messy, messy middle beginning, like not even like middle, middle. It's like the beginning-ish middle. Like it's hard, especially if you left something that you did love. Like we loved our penguin house and it was amazing. And we loved our neighbors. And so there's a, there's just a whole... It's a, it's a grieving process while you're also excited. Um, and let me see what other... Okay, so what exciting news were you going to announce? Did you forget to announce it? Don't leave us hanging. Um, <laughs> we did not forget to announce it. I am not going to leave you hanging. I promise we are actually going to figure some stuff out and kind of make it official. I hope tomorrow, but I, I swear to you guys, everything takes a couple more days longer than um, we plan. But we should know within the next to one to five days if this is actually something that we are going, I mean, we, we pretty 
we pretty much know we're going to go ahead with it. We just have to get some approvals. Um, and so we're going to go in for an approval tomorrow and hope that that person is there to talk to us. And then I will be able to share with you guys what's exactly going on, what we're planning on doing. We're swapping and not doing a few things that we were going to do initially at the beginning and saving them for later because our real goal, like I want to bring Travis home to be here with us. And um, the blog and doing podcasting and all this kind of stuff is a huge um, bump and it it's it helps with our income quite a bit, but it's not quite enough yet to bring him home. So we need a little bit extra and we also want to, I mean, my whole thing is we have 120 acres. If we can't figure out what to do in 120 acres to have Travis here with us full time and to be able to make an income off of our property, then I feel like we're missing out on a huge opportunity. And so really we want to make this land our job. Um, we are stewards of it. We want to take care of it. And we also feel like within our hearts, deep down, it can provide an income for us along with the blogging and what I'm doing. It kind of works in tandem with each other. I mean, I make a recipe. Our family loves it. We use our produce. I talk about it I share on here other people can use the recipe it's just like the a whole full circle thing and so that's really what we're hoping there's a lot I mean we have so many ideas with our property including expanding I was kind of testing the soil over by our well house for a cut flower garden I really hope to expand that next year and make a larger cut flower garden and I don't know if I want to market it at the farmer's market that we have on the weekends or if I want it to be like a you pick and people come or both like there's just so many opportunities for growth and the ability to use this land for financial gain for our family gosh we miss having Travis here like we were definitely we were spoiled before he worked five minutes from home so his commute every day was like five to seven minutes. It wasn't always that way. He worked at stores that were quite a ways further and, and the commute was different. But this is definitely the longest commute at just under an hour um, both ways into Jackson. And we miss him. Like we really, really miss him. I mean, we will be married for is it 12 or 13 years. We were married in 2000. So 12 years. We were married in 2010. Uh, so it'll be 12 years next month. And... Gosh, I love that man. I really, really do. And I want him home with us. I want him here with us. And he wants to be here too. Um, and so that's really this whole next year. Our goal is to bring him out of corporate America and bring him here to where we can utilize this land and support the people around us. So stay tuned for lots more exciting stuff as far as that goes. And our announcement of our biggest project to date besides purchasing our house, um, Hopefully I can announce it next week. So um, I think that's all I'm going to do today, guys. It is late here tonight. The kids are waiting on dinner. And I'm going to do that for them and clean the house before Travis gets home. He worked a lot. And that's another thing here, too. Like, he works a lot of late nights here, and we're also not used to that. He was very spoiled at our job over there. Like, But he'd earned it. He'd been there for years and years and years and had kind of got the cushier schedule. And he doesn't have that here anymore. But we're... You have to dig through, not everything is, again, roses and rainbows at the beginning. You have to kind of find your equilibrium again in your, this new area and um, decide what's best for your family and move from there. So that is it for today. Thanks for dealing with a sappy kind of sad errand today. And hopefully regular program will commence next Tuesday. So thanks, guys. I'll talk to you then.